joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Chers auditeurs en ligne, online chers auditeurs qui nous suivent par des radios périphériques de vos villes respectives, local radios of your respective nous cities, we greet you in the name of the heavenly anointing. Our love today that through this message you may enjoy of the anointing. You need this in order to move God's kingdom forward in the earth. Jesus needed this and he proclaimed this and he experienced this. And he made the most of his mission on earth by the anointing on his head. By this message, I have called your attention to your attention so that you may enjoy all the anointing that was on the head of Christ. He began in Nazareth by this reality that was on him. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me. He was anointed. He knows how to anoint you or how to renew your anointing. The message that I will share with you today, I've already spoken about anointing in many other ways, but today I am coming back to this topic because it is a need for the least. Anointing is a need for needs. That is why Jesus says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me for the needs. You need the anointing for multi sectoral needs. And that is why I have focused today on this topic. Anointing is a source for the needs, the needs of your cities your nations the spirit of the lord is upon me he has anointed me to preach good news to heal to deliver to proclaim the deliverance of the captives and that is why this message for me is a message of compassion of love and of mercy from the heart of god you need anointing for the needs of your churches. Receive this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach good news. Needs are no longer fulfilled because there's no more men and women who are anointed. The anointing of David was for the needs of Israel. That is why God loves the men and the women who are anointed. Because they are benefactors. I will come to this. The earth needs men and women who are anointed. Africa needs. Europe is in need. Asia is in need. And the islands too. The continents need anointed men and women. Nothing can stand before the anointing of grace. Goliath couldn't stand before the anointing of a young man, David, no matter your age, the experienced powers of the 
invisible world will not stand before you because you are called to do good. The topic that I'm going to speak about today is anointed for life and beyond one's life. Hallelujah and hallelujah. It is a permanent anointing. Hallelujah. Anointed for life and beyond one's life. And this was the reality upon Asher, the son of Jacob. It is an anointing, an anointing today that I would love to transmit to you who is listening to me and that it should be permanent. If there was a time when you felt that the anointing was no longer there, it is going to be reborn as it was reborn in the life of Samson today. Hallelujah. So that the princes of the Philistines should not stop mocking the church. He was anointed for life and beyond his life. Deuteronomy chapter 33, 24 to 25. And of Asher, he said, Asher is most blessed of sons. Let him be favored by his brothers and let him dip his foot in oil. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Today you are going to dip your feet and your head in oil. Hallelujah. This word of the scripture excited me. Let him be favored by his brothers and let him dip his foot in oil. I love the anointing of Asher. Not, not, it wasn't on his head, but on, on his feet. Verse 25. Your sandals shall be of iron and bronze as your days so shall your strength be hallelujah and hallelujah the anointing of asher was covering all of his life that is why david says you anoint my head and my cup overflows surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life hallelujah and hallelujah i was anointed when i was 22 years of age and this anointing is 45 years old 45 years old hallelujah i am not telling you stories these are experienced things anointed for life and beyond one's life i love that the youth of the church should not have a short-lived anointing the contract that I signed with the source of my anointing is an open-ended contract without time limit. There are people who have fixed-term contracts. I don't desire that for you. And heaven does not desire that for you. God wants you to have an anointing without time limit. Lift his feet dipped in oil. Let your strength be as all of your days. I love that pastors, men of God, women of God that are following me, 
around the world young and old receive an anointing without time limit like the anointing of Asher he dips his feet in oil he does not dip his feet in the mud of this world I pray by the blood of Jesus that you who are following me that your feet may be washed of the mud of this world so that your feet may be dipped in the heavenly oil hallelujah I feel this in my soul I want you to be washed your feet may be dipped in oil as the feet of Jesus who was in oil you know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth he went from place to place doing good and healing all those who are under the power of Satan anointed to be good this scripture for me is fundamental and it excites me do not be afraid if you are anointed you are anointed for life for life you are anointed for life in your old age you will produce extraordinary things like David in his old age produced Solomon the builder Solomon the philosopher the administrator the businessman the international businessman his sheep we are going on the seas why because he was a born of the anointing in the old age of David and David put him on the throne do not forget that the victory over the Syrians by the king of Israel came in the old age of Elisha. That is what I'm speaking about anointing for life and beyond one's life. And he called the king, submit to the anointed, and you will receive. And the king received the summoning of the anointed and he received the instructions of the anointed and he said to him take your arrow and release it transmit your anointing to those who need victory because the hands of Elisha was over the hands of the king I am not in your continent your city or your village but through this message I am transmitting to you imparting to you the anointing of grace I'll say to you in another of my messages, stop and I'll make you to listen. And after Saul heard the words of Samuel, oil was poured on him. That was going to change the story of Saul. He says you'll be changed into another man. And today I've also caught your attention by this message of today. Not only was Elisha anointed all his life, I, I call this man of Elisha the man of spectacles that lead to faith. Hallelujah. When he was anointed, the first thing that he did, it was something spectacular. He struck the Jordan and it split and it led to the faith of the sons of the prophets. And they said, the spirit of Elijah is upon Elisha. Receive 
the anointing in order to produce spectacles spectacular works that lead your cities to faith and Elisha produced spectacle in the sight of the sons of the prophets who believed and proclaimed it and there was going to begin a festival of the spectacle of faith we do not do spectacles for the need or to satisfy pride but in order to fulfill needs like the anointing of jesus there in kenna turned water into wine and his disciples believed in him hallelujah and hallelujah for the need of faith Jesus turned water into wine, but Elisha split the waters as Moses split the Red Sea. The Bible says, Then Israel, Israel believed in the Lord and his, in his servant Moses received this. There is a shortage of faith because there isn't an anointing of spectacles. It is the time of spectacles. That was the anointing that was on the Jesus of Nazareth. He says, I am anointed. Not only he was anointed, but he was anointed to produce what was needed. You need anointing to meet needs. He needed anointing to meet needs. The Bible says that the wine ran out, but the anointed was among them to meet the needs. If you have got needs, I declare it by faith. Receive what you lack. The wine ran out. Hey, hallelujah. But the one who was anointed, the one who needed anointing to meet needs, he was available and turned water into wine. Whilst Elisha, who was anointed, split the Jordan. He turned waters into a highway like his ancestor Moses and Joshua. The anointed men are a company that builds ways they know how to build ways in powerful waters as it is written in isaiah 43 it says he who made a way in a mighty waters the mighty waters of the red sea and of the jordan and here again he makes a way but I want us to come back to our topic anointed for life and beyond one's life Elisha was not just anointed for his terrestrial earthly life but he was also anointed beyond his life hallelujah and hallelujah and that is why I say to the anointed men of God on earth do not play with the anointing it is an immeasurable, immeasurable gift that is going to operate beyond even your life. Listen to me. 
When Elisha had transmitted victory to the king over the Syrians, and Elisha died and he was buried, but his grave was not fully covered. If his grave was fully covered, there wouldn't be a, a resurrection. And there was another war, and an Israelite soldier was killed. Instead of leaving him outside, they threw him in an open grave. But from the burial came resurrection. And this soldier who was dead went to touch the skeleton bones of Elisha and he resurrected without wound hallelujah he experienced the same thing as jesus who was resurrected without wound he says touch me it is me they pierced me here but here it is anointing that fixed or dealt with death through elisha and that's why i say about anointed for life and beyond one's life. And I'm giving an example of Elisha. Let me give an example of Jesus who was anointed for his life and beyond his life. Matthew 27, 50 to 53. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and he yielded his spirit. He died and he died, but his anointing didn't die. His body dies, but his anointing remained alive. It is an observation that the evangelist Matthew is sharing with us. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and he yielded up his spirit. He died, but he had anointing for life and beyond his life. Now understand the quintessential nature of my message i am not just inventing these topics but it is topics that are updating or bringing to life the word of god and when he died what happened then behold the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom and the earthquake and this is anointing beyond the life of jesus hallelujah hallelujah and the rocks were split this is the anointing beyond the life of jesus i don't know how to help you when i was receiving this message from the christ in my room it excited me i've always read the scripture but he said to me watch look look closely what my anointing did after my death Verse 52. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. Same experience as his ancestor Elisha. He has not changed. The anointing of Jesus was situated hundreds of centuries 
after Elisha, but it had the same effects. How can I help you to understand that anointing never changes? It is not the ages that can change anointing. It is not the centuries that will change anointing. We see here Jesus who is anointed, who said himself in Nazareth, I, the Spirit of God is upon me, has anointed me. He was anointed for all his life and beyond his life. This scripture amazed me and it still amazes me and the veil of the temple was torn by the anointing post the death not by the anointing of a living jesus but the anointing of the corpse of jesus that is why they shouldn't have killed him because they made his corpse dangerous hey hey death shouldn't have touched the anointed because death was going to experience the anger of the one who said do not touch my anointed there is the death of death in this scripture death is killed by the corpse of jesus and death was killed by the corpse of elisha and that is why in the life of Samson, his anointing could even use the jaw of a dead animal in order to deal with the Philistines. I don't know what you are doing with your anointing. Have a good vision of your anointing. It is true that God has anointed you. An anointing can seduce for Jesus, not for the world. It is in the scripture already in Deuteronomy 33. Let him be favored by his brothers. Anointing will make you to be pleasing. Never was a man, never a man spoke. No man ever spoke like this man. I say to my brother and my sister who are anointed that all your will not disappear. It is the desire of heaven. May your strength endure as your days. And I add to the scripture, may your strength endure beyond your days. Someone will say, Pastor Kluba is adding to scripture. I am not adding, I'm just putting one plus one equals to two and i can see that the strength of the anointing of elisha went beyond his days for david he says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i say to david who add to what you have said and will say beyond your life i didn't add i just brought the scriptures together and the people who know the scriptures will say but pastor you added i did not add i just brought together scripture in order to deduce a message useful to the church anointing for life and beyond one's life david says until the end of my days and moses says to asher may your strength endure as long as your days but for elisha it was beyond his life and for the case of my lord and savior it was beyond his life for jesus it was his corpse for elisha it was a skeleton and we see the corpse of jesus doing the most and it led to faith and the centurion and those who were there to see 
all those who were there said assuredly i believe this man was the son of god hallelujah they believed and they proclaimed it the son of god anointed the anointed listen to me if peter received the revelation that jesus was the christ the son of the living god here the revelation is given to the roman centurion and he said assuredly this man was the son of god and i will correct the roman soldier and says he is not he was because after a few days he was resurrected he died according to the flesh son of david but he was resurrected and declared by the spirit of holiness son of god he is i call this evangelism by the corpse of jesus and the roman centurion believed one day someone wanted to commit suicide i was here at the cbd in lubumbashi and i had my small car that had the logo of jtl written jesus christ to all languages there was a man who was going to buy medication to commit suicide and when he looked at my car he saw it was written jesus christ to all languages i was not in my car but i was in my office but my small car stopped the power of death and this man who was going to buy medication in order to commit suicide a voice that was coming from my car said to him do not do that and stop that suicide anointing does so much if anointing chased demons by the clothes of Paul, anointing does much. I am saying to the people of the earth, say glory to the corpse of Jesus. We have got free entrance in the sanctuary by a living way that he opened by his flesh. The veil was torn by the anointed corpse of jesus anointing is sweet it will introduce you where you are not able to go it is the anointing of the corpse of jesus that made a way where no one could access what is the way to the nations to the cities he knows how to make that way to open that way I'm speaking to brothers and sisters who don't have employment. Receive anointing from the corpse of Jesus so that doors may be opened to you in companies. Hallelujah and hallelujah. You don't have money. Receive the anointing of the corpse of Jesus that makes the earth to shake. The Bible says gold and silver is mine. I will shake the heavens and the earth and the treasures of the nations will come. The nations will give money. We see here that the corpse of Jesus shook the earth. He knows how to shake banks so that finances may come out. I said it in the beginning. The need 
for anointing to do good. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Hallelujah. Anointing for life and beyond one's life to do good. The anointing will give you the company of God. From the anointing comes the voice of God. From my anointing always comes the voice of God. He speaks to me. The Bible is clear. Little children, the anointing in you teaches you all things. I spoke to you about the one who went from place to place doing good. But the anointing of David in 1 Chronicles 17 to 7 to 9 I'll read that as time is short. I needed to make a summary of Jesus because there's too many things to speak about him and about his anointing. How God anointed from the anointing comes anointing hallelujah. That is why I ask people not to go after those who are not anointed. You have nothing. But from the anointing comes anointing. You know yourselves, the, the, the two witnesses who were called olive trees because olive trees produced olive oil. From anointing comes anointing, hallelujah. And these two anointed ones, they were conduits that send the aisle in the lamps. You have needs in the churches. If the pastor is not anointed, he is not useful, is useless. You need to be an olive tree for you to produce olive oil. First Chronicles 17, 7, verse 7 to 9. Now therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, that says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you have gone. And I have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I have made you a name like the name of the great men who are on the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel. And I will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress them anymore as previously the anointing to be planted hallelujah receive the anointing to plant churches in the cities of the earth and jesus did the same thing him too he was anointed to plant the church on this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it they can not agitate shake the church i say to the church of the earth shalom shalom by the one who planted you and jesus said every tree that my father did not plant will be cut off but if you were planted by God, by the Messiah, no one can approach. Impossible. 
to uproot what Jesus has planted. Just as David was anointed to plant Israel so that she could no longer be shaken or moved. We are going to plant by this message. Brothers and sisters who have been shaken, moved in the financial, emotional, spiritual, social manner, you are going to become stable by the anointing of grace. Jesus says, what do you call me? One of the prophets, some said, but Peter said, you are the Christ. He was the olive tree, the anointed. You are the Christ. Receive the revelation of the olive tree so that you can be a partner with the olive tree. Hallelujah and hallelujah like Peter. He received the revelation of the olive tree and he became a partner with him. And he planted the church in a hostile environment. With the anointing, you are going to plant and demons will no longer agitate the church. The church will be at peace and at peace. Because the anointing has a victory over the power of agitation. I don't know what is unsettling you in your city, your nation, but the anointing. You know that the apostles were moved and shaken by the storm on the sea, but they were accompanied by Mr. the olive tree who was anointed all his life and beyond his life, and he stopped the storm. The world is in a storm, and I say to the earth that is agitated by perspectives of war and weapons of massive destruction, turn to the olive tree. If David was anointed in order to break the agitation of a nation, Jesus was anointed to break the agitation of all nations. The Bible says in Revelation 12, verse 5, she bore a male child who was to rule all the nations. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Jesus is the devil of all the nations in order to plant them. I say to the earth, do not be afraid. He will plant you. And I say to the, the United Nations, may you count on this shepherd, the shepherd of Bethlehem, the city of the national shepherd. And he became an international shepherd in order to plant all the nations. Extraordinary. I need to go forward. There is much to, be, to speak about, but time is short. I want to speak about people who have lost anointing. Do not despair. It will be reborn. Yes, you messed up. Repent and you will find again your anointing. Hallelujah and hallelujah. I invite you to follow the footsteps of Samson whose anointing was shaved by the razor of wickedness and yet it will say to him the razor shall not pass over your hair but for sentimental and affectionate needs he gave up his secret to Delilah and he regretted he lost his eyes 
Even though the eyes were gouged, but his hair began to grow again. Your anointing will come back like that of David who lost it in the issue of Bathsheba in Psalms 51 he says do not take away from me your spirit he repented he said wash me repent repent and you are going to gain back the anointing of grace like Samson like David I need to rush in condensing this message but there are others who are not going to receive the anointing again but because the anointing does not die the anointing will be shifted this message is good but it's dangerous there will be a permutation for those who do not listen to the voices of the men of God for those who do not follow instructions we are going to shift the anointing obedience is better than sacrifice this is the word that led to the permutation of the anointing of Saul to David and I've said it this message will shift in the cities where you are if you didn't listen to the Holy Spirit we will shift as the anointing of Saul was shifted to David there can be an individual shift of anointing as the case of Saul and David to David but they can also be a collective shift of anointing this is the case of israel israel was an anointed people but that anointing needed to be shifted because they didn't produce fruits and they killed the owner of the vine what did jesus say the kingdom will be taken away from you it will be given to another nation that will produce fruit from it and I say this message is dangerous in your cities in Africa wherever that you are churches assemblies that had the glorious presence of God that presence will leave these churches and I cry to these churches the glory has been banished in Israel. Ikabod. Ikabod. We are going to permutate. And Jesus says the kingdom will be taken from you. It will be taken to others who will produce fruit. And this kingdom was given to which other nation? It was given to a nation. It was given to the church. It is Paul who says it. But ye are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, God's own special possession. There was a shift of anointing. The glory that is now on the church was on Israel. But there was permutation of anointing. And this is why the church has the presence of God. But I'm saying to the church, be careful, be careful, be careful. There's much to be spoken about. In 1 Chronicles 16, 21 to verse 24 we can begin from 21 he permitted no man to do them wrong yes he rebuked kings for their sex saying do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm this warning is for everyone especially for politicians do not touch the anointed and that is why he rebuked powerful kings. This is a warning with regards to touching 
the anointed of God. The church is anointed. You know yourselves how the Marxism and Leninism touched to the Christian faith and they were struck. Do not touch my anointed ones. Our time is short. We would have spoken more about this, but we need to summarize. I say to women who are married to the anointed of God, do not touch the anointed like Mikhail's daughter of Saul, who despised David, who was dancing under the anointing of grace, and David cursed her. I will finish by a scripture that you know well. Revelations 11, 4 to 5. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth. And if anyone wants to harm them, fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies. And if anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this manner. Do not touch. Do not touch. Amen. Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching. And I want to run away.